14 U.S. cities signed the World Economic Forum Treaty to ban meat, dairy, private cars by 2030. 14 American cities have signed a World Economic Forum Treaty that legally compels them to ban meat, dairy, and private car ownership by the year 2030. The World Economic Forum infiltrated U.S. cities have formed a coalition called the C40 Cities Climate Leadership Group. The C40 has established a target to meet the World Economic Forum's radical depopulation goals by the year 2030. The C40Cs have agreed that their residents will be forced to comply with the following list of unconstitutional rules. Zero kg of meat consumption, zero kg of dairy consumption, three new clothing items per person per year, zero private vehicles owned, one short haul return flight less than 1500 kilometers every three years per person slaynews.com reports the c40 cities dystopian goals can be found in the future of dystopian consumption and 1.5 c world report the report was published in 2019 and re-established we emphasized sorry in 2030 and 2023 the organization is headed and largely funded by Democrat billionaire Michael Bloomberg. Nearly 100 cities across the world make up the organization. The American city members of C40 include Austin, Boston, Chicago, Houston, Los Angeles, Miami, New Orleans, New York City, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Portland, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., Seattle. Media coverage of C40 cities' goals has been relatively sparse. However, the few media personalities and news outlets have discussed it have reportedly have been heavily attacked by the corporate fact checkers and a fact check aimed at conservative commenter Glenn Beck AFP fact check claimed that the banning of meat and dairy and limits on air travel and clothing consumption were actually not policy recommendations. The AFP quotes a paragraph from the original the future of urban consumption in a 1.5 C world reports, which reads this report does not advocate for the wholesome adaptation of these more ambiguous targets in C40 cities. Rather, they are included to provide a set of reference points that cities and other actors can reflect on when considering different emission reduction alternatives and long-term urban visions. But this paragraph likely included in the report as a liability in the case of pushback seems to directly contradict the meaning of target, which in this context can be defined as a desired goal. The target of eliminating meat, dairy, and private vehicles by 2030 is based on a future version, future vision of resource efficient production and extensive changes in consumer choices. The report notes something its authors clearly hope to bring out. If these were not their goals, they would not have labeled them ambiguous targets. The fact checkers insistence that C40 cities explicitly stated climate goals are somehow insincere is even more unconvincing given that we are watching them start to unfold right now. This year in lockstep with C40 cities, 2030 aims New York City Mayor Eric Adams announced that the city will place caps on the amount of meat and dairy served by city institutions such as schools and prisons. 
Meanwhile, the UK has banned the sale of new gas-powered vehicles by after 2030, and France has banned short-haul flights to cut carbon emissions. In 2020, the World Economic Forum, which promotes C40 cities on its websites, includes the Great Reset, which seeks to use the COVID pandemic as a point from which to launch a global reset of society to supposedly combat climate change. This reset, however, has more to do with the social control than it does with the climate. If globalist leaders truly cared about the environment, they wouldn't be catering charting private jets or owning massive energy consuming mansions on the coast of in California, which by climate fanatics own calculation will soon be underwater. As the World Economic Plain Forum plainly stated in a 2016 promotional video by 2030, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Right now, hedge funds and private billionaires are buying up residential homes and farmland all over the world. At the same time, unrealistic zero emissions policies are impoverishing Westerners and annihilating the middle class, which is fueling reliance on centralized government. Such intentional steps backward also ironically harm the earth because wealthier nations are proven to have cleaner environments and put less strain on natural resources. Climate activists are also advocating for climate lockdowns in the same way there were COVID lockdowns. Ideas floated for a climate lockdown have ranged from shutting people in their homes and restricting air travel to providing a universal basic income and introducing a maximum income level. Climate dystopians, dystopianism doesn't end there. World Economic Forum linked bioethicist Dr. Matthew Lau has proposed the idea of scientists genetically modifying humans to be allergic to meat as Slaves News reports. Leo has also discussed shrinking the physical size of humans via eugenics or hormone injections so they consume fewer resources. All of those policy proposals appear even more unreasonable and illogical when we actually evaluate the data. According to the International Disaster Database, deaths related to extreme heat, floods, storms, and droughts have plummeted as CO2 emissions have risen. The fossil fuel economy has provided billions of people with heating, air conditioning, weather, warning systems, mass irrigation, and durable buildings. This isn't to say that we shouldn't try to limit carbon emissions. Environmentally friendly nuclear energy, which is safe and more reliable than wind and solar energy, is great as a great way to wean our society off of our reliance on fossil fuels. The globalist climate activists, however, oppose nuclear energy, further undermining their supposedly good intentions. Ultimately, the climate coalition's goals are inherently anti-human. People generally need meat and the protein to provide to, it provides to flourish. Banning meat and dairy restricts calories, genetically altering the human body and impoverishing the masses will hurt the planet and people. Most likely than not, it will do more than hurt people. It will kill many of them. That's what these World Economic Forum people are Satanists. Okay? That, that is the only way of, around it. They are Satanists. Because only in the mind of Satan can you do this. All right? And speaking of this uh, climate change and about the climate, let's talk about how the World Economic Forum admits Maui wildfires orchestrated to transform Hawaii into 15-minute cities. Let's take a look. 
The fake Maui wildfires were orchestrated by the globalist elite to poison our air, water and soil and redistribute property into the hands of the elite, according to a World Economic Forum insider who warns that build back better literally means destroying things first and then rebuilding according to the New World Order plans. The World Economic Forum is using Maui as ground zero to launch a devastating attack on the people, which has laid the groundwork for the rapid reconstruction of the island into 50-minute cities designed to lock down ordinary people in vast outdoor prisons from which there will be no escape. This evil plan has been in the works for years. An uncensored news which happen to be where the most desirable and expensive properties are located, are owned by locals who did not want to sell. And because they were historical towns, they couldn't have any new developments. Raylene from Maui explains what's happening on the ground. I'm Raylene and located in Maui. I live in Kihei and I wanted to share some local updates. Shocking, or maybe not. Did you hear about the fires? Did you hear that the government of Hawaii states their goal is to rebuild and make the entire island of Maui the first smart island? They want the entire island governed by AI is outlined in the Hawaii Digital Government Summit of 2023 that they plan to host next month on September 25th, 2023 on Maui. Wow. Now they're going to come to the rescue for this horrible problem. And last January in 2023, there was a smart city conference in Maui to turn Maui again into the smart city island, pushing everything electric, making 15 minute smart cities. And there was also a contract last year to build a high rise condo complex and businesses in Lahaina which is a historic town that couldn't have any new development in this area, but now it's demolished. So now I guess they have to rebuild, right? It just so happens that the part of the island mainly destroyed by the so-called wildfires were prime real estate owned by ordinary everyday people, located right next to lavish mega mansions, owned by the likes of Jeff Bezos, Lady Gaga, Bill Gates and Hollywood stars like Will Smith and Julia Roberts. WEF partners McDonald's, Burger King and other big box stores were also mysteriously unaffected. How did the fire know to avoid the most expensive mansions and big box retailers? The fire also knew how to burn in the perfect oval shape in Lahaina, avoiding key locations. Take a look at this footage captured from a commercial flight. Maui locals are- Basically, this was planned. Even Oprah's property wasn't damaged and, she's bought, and she bought up property there as well. This all was planned and even children were harmed in this fire and they died. They cut off the water supply when people were fighting to put out the fires in Maui. Sick and demonic. I've observed that the wildfires, which were burning simultaneously in numerous strategic locations, did not behave in a natural way. How is this possible? Others explained that they were winning the fight against the fires until the water was suddenly and inexplicably turned off. Russ, who lived in his home for 40 years, said he and neighbors fought all day to keep the fire from spreading. We had a hard time holding it back, but we're still, we were winning the game. And then the water turned off. And then there wasn't anything we could do. Then the sparks were blowing up out of the gulch. After this quick break, we will explain how the elites launched a carefully planned attack on the people of Maui, Hawaii, and what we need to do to stop this happening again. But first, them to accept the agenda of the globalist elites. 
Videos filmed by locals in Lahaina showed the pulse flashes, which are a feature of directed energy weapons, and they're circulating online. And if you're wondering what a clear directed energy weapon strike looks like from a distance, here is a video from Chile in May this year showing a confirmed strike. And according to eyewitness accounts from Maui, we are dealing with the same technology. Hey y'all, Myra here. So take a look at this crazy video. This just happened today, May 26th in Chile. Um, so quick backstory, a man was in his apartment and he heard five explosions and then his electricity went out. He ran to his balcony to see what was going on or to see if he could see anything. And he happened to catch the sixth explosion. It looks like a laser beam, y'all. A laser beam. Is this some sort of super advanced technology we have no idea about? Is it some sort of government testing? Is like, it looks so futuristic, but I'm mind blown a little bit. The mainstream media are desperate to dismiss these claims as conspiracy theories. But we now know for a fact that directed energy weapons are not conspiracy theories at all. They are conspiracy facts. The Department of Defense spends about $1 billion annually developing directed energy weapons, such as high energy lasers and high powered microwaves. These weapons can disrupt or destroy their targets at the speed of light. For example, DOD has developed high energy So this is the person talking to us, John Ludwigson, contracting a national security acquisitions at GAO report to Congress. Okay, John, J-O-N, Ludwigson, L-U-D-W-I-G-S-O-N. Lasers that have successfully shot down drones. But speed isn't their only advantage. They're also less expensive per use than traditional weapons like guns and missiles. Despite those potential advantages, DOD has had trouble getting these technologies out of the lab and into service. The Army has developed a detailed transition plan to support moving these weapons into the next stages of development. We recommended that the Navy and the Air Force develop similar plans. Now, the land grab begins. And the global elites, led by WEF partners BlackRock and Vanguard, are leading the charge to acquire the land and begin building 15... You could check me out on Rumble, uh, Rumble, Radical Thought 791. And I have a video showing about how, yeah, this had to be laser weapons. Because if when you look at the damage, none of the trees are damaged. And the fire, wind carries the flames into, you know, to damage other property, especially trees in the area. And a very large amount of trees were unharmed in the the fire. That's not a natural fire. Some people try to say, oh, this is a laser weapons. Nah, these were laser weapons. Minute cities. I tell you guys, I am so... Because you can't start a fire naturally and guarantee that that fire won't travel to other trees or property. It's not possible. Oh frustrated with investors and realtors calling the families who lost their home offering to buy their land how dare you do that to our community right now the elite are brazen they're not even trying to pretend that this wasn't a giant setup klaus schwab wasn't joking when he said that hawaii was going to lead the united states into his vision of the future the Hawaiian political elite are completely bought and paid for by international interests. Here is your evidence that the UN and WEF are in deep with the Hawaii governor, guiding him on what to do in order to achieve their Agenda 2030 and global reset agendas. Governor Green represented Hawaii at two key events at the 2023 United Nations High Level Political Forum, the only US state leader to do so. 
Governor Josh Green touted Hawaii's sustainability accomplishments at the United Nations Economic and Social Council in New York City. The governor was the keynote speaker in the forum that included more than 40 presenters from around the world. Green pointed out that Hawaii is in a unique position as an island state and has tried to lead the way in promoting renewable energy. We tried to lead on energy and climate. We were the first state to mandate 100% renewable energy uh, for electricity. So it's again an opportunity as a small state with technically a small footprint, but we do punch above our weight a little bit because of our position in the Pacific. Speakers were invited to help implement the United Nations Agenda for Sustainable Development Goals in 2030. For those who don't think the government would ever conspire against its own people, it's worth brushing up on your history. In 1873, the government killed millions of buffalo to starve the Native Americans, so they would submit to the government and become dependent. Some things don't change. Remember when the World Economic Forum aligned politicians all over the world? Yeah, let's not forget about uh, Martin Luther King, how he was used by the Rothschilds. And the Rothschilds hosed down blacks, caused police beatings to pressure them into assimilating into the dominant society system. Okay. What's happening in Lahaina happened already in the United States. We're parroting the same line, Build Back Better. Now we know that Build Back Better literally means destroying things first and then rebuilding according to the New World Order plans. Just, it's like, a very just like they destroyed black, black businesses in the 19th, uh, when Martin Luther King was around, before, before uh, the false civil rights movement, blacks had their own barbershops, their own doctors, their own schools, their own bus routes, their own bus companies, okay? And that was destroyed. Pertinent question to ask, how do we build back better? To build back better or whatever. We have a chance to reset the clock and build back better than before. To build back better than before. Remember the, the terrible damage of COVID as we try to build back from this uh, global pandemic. Joe Biden calls it build back better. Build back better. Building back better. To do things differently. To build back better. We're going to build it back better. And build it back better my plan to build back better uh start taking all the problems that have been created in right. education and mental health and start to to build back in a positive way i have launched a booklet called build back better britain after coronavirus it's about building this country back better growing conspiracy following it it is called the great reset an unprecedented opportunity to rethink and reset the ways in which we live. The great opportunity for reset. The theory even calls Mr. Biden's campaign slogan, Build Back Better, a front for the conspiracy. Build back better. Building back better our economy. Build back better. All elements of the great reset are fundamental to building the future we need. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. It's a big effort 
to, some would say, to build back, back better. We would say to really have a great reset. Conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. Here are the people's voices. We are determined. And that's basically it. We're in for some rough times, people. I hope people are stocking up on food, getting ready, uh, generators, having generators, home generators to be able to survive because they're going to destroy society to have them under this new satanic order. So all I have to say for now, uh, that's it. Once again, I'm on uh, Spotify. Talk Talk Radio Live in 4K. And uh, that's it. Also on uh, YouTube, Hard Talk Radio Live in 4K. And um, Rumble, Radical Thought, 791. Later.